Bethlehem Catholic education will last a lifetime. And with tuition assistance and transportation available across the Lehigh Valley and beyond, it's a lot closer than you may realize. Take pride in achievements that exceed your limits. Fucking backhoe. My God. Budweiser. What next? Take the first step of an unforgettable journey at BeccaHigh.org. Bethlehem Catholic is an experience beyond the classroom. <laughs> oh, that's, wrong. that's the wrong thing. This, of course, is We Talk Games, brought to you by Bethlehem Catholic High. Yes. Uh Bethlehem Catholic High. Fucking Budweiser truck. What next? Hey, pal. I am Wiggly. On the telephone is Kyle Von Kubik. That's me. In the booth, Don Fennin. Hey, Don. Don is back. Scarfing down them power pellets. He likes them. Mm. Hey, pal. Yeah. Are you ready to get your jack snapped? I think that happened when I was younger, but sure. All right. Turn your head and cough. Here it comes. Snapjack by one of our favorite companies, Universal <laughs> 1981. Unsung heroes of the arcade. You ain't yeah, kidding. They put out such great games as Mr. Do and Ladybug. Mm. Cheeky Mouse. Hmm. Cheeky Mouse isn't even that good, but I like Cheeky Mouse. It's mm. fun. And they, they also put out Snapjack. And, uh, and Universal, also famous for their movies. Did you ever hear of them? Not the Un- same company. Universal Movies? Did you watch that Emerald Palace? No. Oh, it's, it's like the Wizard of Oz, except that it's like the Walking Dead and oh, wait, Wizard of Oz. You're talking about the new television show? Yeah, Emerald Palace. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking horrible i don't like it i like it but all i know is there's gay men around the world are biting lead pipes and jumping off the roof my wife and i tried getting into this show and mm. uh, we're not digging it but it did push me to read the books oh which hey. are vastly different from the film and not only that you know wizard of oz and alice in wonderland were the first motion pictures that most people did back in the late 1800s, early yeah, 19th, 20th century. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And not only just The Wizard of Oz, but also King Scarecrow and all yeah. that. You didn't yeah. have the Star Wars Enterprise and stuff. And I, I mean, I don't know much about the Flash Tarzan and Gordon characters, but I do know that Snapjap, Snapjap. Whoa. <laughs> they, just, Japs, they just snap on Chill, you. Popeye. <laughs> All right, Donald Duck. Let's talk about Jack Snap. Snap Jack by 1981. (laughs) In the year Universal. Uh, Universal, arcade company, had the coolest arcade cabinets. I really did, like, doing some research on this game and other Universal games, I feel like their arcade cabinets for their era were the most attractive-looking arcade cabinets because they had, like, a backlash above the screen for all of their games. It was really something unique, and and I really want to push people to go out, Google image it, check out Universal's arcade cabinets, because they are so vastly different than 
their competitors at the time. They made a lot of use of the artwork, not so much on the side. Mm-hmm. They didn't have much side artwork, but between, I guess you'd call it the bezel, but it's not really the bezel artwork because it was the bezel artwork, and then above that was a backlist and the marquee above that. And really, all these cabinets are, are something that you should check out and look at. Agreed. Egregiously. Yes. P-K-S-T-O. P-6-R-T-H-H at M-7-0-N-5-T-R-3-3-T-8-2-6-I-X. That is the password for something, and you can get into that. Wow. Let's talk about Snapjack 1981 by Universal. We first have to lay out what the game is. It's Scramble meets Pac-Man. That's it. See you next week. (laughs) True, but... That really doesn't describe what it is. So it's this weird guy car that has a mouth. It's speed buggy that's all mouth. Wiggly, you're familiar with the Apple II? I I am. Number munchers or math munchers? There you go, math munchers. That's what that car looks like. You're right. Yeah. And all the kids know math munchers. Right. So if if you remember math munchers, that's what your avatar looks like in this game. Only he's... A car, evidently, the strangest car I've ever seen. And instead of having feet, he has wheels, and he's perpetually moving forward. He has uh, Inspector Gadget wheels mm. that makes him move up and down, and yes. he waka wakas around. But you don't eat anything, do you? You do because there's oh, yeah, pellets yeah, yeah. on the screen for points. But fuck right. those pellets, dude. There's too many <laughs> obstacles in the way. That's right. I forgot that you eat the pellets and they're different colors and everything. Let's get in a little bit of making mechanics now that we've yes. perfectly described the game. Yeah, <laughs> this we're one's done, this one scrolls. So we're scrolling like Scramble, like you mentioned by Konami. It scrolls to the right, and your little car face on stilts tries mm-hmm. to navigate through these caverns and different things by you moving up dodge and down. Those teapots. Indeed. That's that's legit. I'm no, not making that no, up. We right. won't have anything to talk about. <laughs> you're, you're right. Mm. So let's get into exactly what this is. When I first started playing this, I said, this is Moon Patrol. Little okay. did I know that Moon Patrol came out a year later. So I was wrong. Irem did not copy off of Snapjack, but it feels a lot like Snapjack. Snapjack. I am not going to be able to say this name this late at night. But it's three o'clock in the morning. It is. That's why you're listening to this now at 11 p.m. today. <laughs> Cosmic Avenger was brought out by Universal in 1981, the same year that they brought this out. And Vanguard by SNK also came out in 1981. And they're very similar in that you go through a cavern with a little, sh- little shooter spaceship, as you mentioned, Scramble. I yeah. have a feeling that both Cosmic Avenger by Universal and Vanguard by SNK somehow were able to rip off Scramble by Konami, even though they all came out in the year 1981. Yeah, because we don't really know the months when these games came out. Even if Vanguard and Cosmic Avenger came out before Scramble, mm-hmm. I have a feeling somebody was you know, sneaking in a Konami at night. <laughs> passing the files they had, to one another. They definitely had the cleaning crew in their pocket. Sure. So basically, that's what it is. You're really playing Scramble or Cosmic Avenger or Vanguard as you're going through this thing, except that instead of a little spaceship, you're this math muncher. Muncher, yeah. This carpet muncher. Kind of, 
Pac-Man type guy until you hit the power pellet and then some Baraduke shit happens. Let's talk about the game. As you scroll from yeah. the left to the right, it starts out pretty easy. You make your little guy go up and down and try mm. to get some of the pellets. But then right. shit starts coming at you pretty darn quick. Yes. As the environment is scrolling from the right to the left, as you're scrolling mm-hmm. through this cave, you can also move your character slower and faster so you could get to the right. very head of the cave and the very back of the cave. That's what your spaceships could do too. But I still think that's a pretty interesting mechanic that they would put into a game like this. But then again, I also think that this was just a reskinning of Cosmic Avenger. And Universal <laughs> said, how can we make more money? I know, make something for the kids. Okay, make the spaceship pocket Goober. muncher. Yeah. yeah. Well, inter- an interesting choice was that originally I was concerned about having my legs hit because the character can go up and down. So when the character goes to the top of the screen, it has very long legs. And when it goes to the bottom of the screen, it has very short legs. I thought that if my legs were hit, I was hit. Mm. But no, that's not the case. I can actually have enemies pass underneath my legs. And later on, you find that enemies who also have long legs, you can pass underneath them. Yes. So you can actually go through the legs, which I think that was a good choice, an interesting choice. But this game is very difficult because oh, yeah. there's a lot of things happening on the screen between the enemies that are trying to bite you, the hazards of the cavern itself with the stalagmites and stalactites. If you yes. hit into those, you die. And then the random sort of occurrences between big angler fish and fireball shooting at you. This game is off the rails bizarre. It is. But I like a lot of the choices, but it's very difficult. Some of our listeners might not know Scramble, and shame on you. You might not know Darius, so shamier on you. Think side-scroller shooter, you know, horizontal. But what you have to realize is that you have these things that are like mountains on the bottom and then you yep. have these mountainy type of things on the top so you have to duck underneath the mountainy type of things on the top that's what we were talking about stalactites and stalagmites right. but they're smoother they're not as uh, sharp Points. ending okay. yeah they're more like paths that you can hills but they're mountainy hills so you have these rolling things on the bottom as well as your character goes up and down you have to realize that his wheels are going to roll over top the hills at the bottom of this. So you're trying to constantly compensate for how you're being pushed around by the stages and also how the different enemies are coming from in back of you and coming from in front of you. And there's a lot of threading the needle in this one. And as you said, should I try to go under these three sets of me's coming at me? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the three sets of me's that are coming at me are moving sort of like a serpentine. So you're scared of their legs. They're also like undulating up and down. So you have to get the timing of it right so that you could get under them at the point where they won't undulate on top of you and poop on you and kill you. Do you turn into some type of flat thing? I can't recall. What happens to you when you die? You get sick? Uh, you have, yeah, you you turn green and you have a little halo over your head. <laughs> oh, Snapjack. What will you think of next? <laughs> what kind of fucking... <laughs> the game really is bizarre. What There's kind? a lot of bizarre choices. 
What kind of fucking horrific life must you lead as this freak of nature? And I don't know if you felt the same way, but I had notes of those specific stages in Mario Brothers and Mario Brothers 3 where the stage would move. Mm. You know those specific stages where the stage would move on its own and you had to try to keep up with the stage? Right. The game mechanic felt a lot like that, where the stage is moving and I can slow myself down, but the stage is still going to move. But I can back up to try to give myself some space from the enemies. But that's not always the right choice to do that either because of the way things come in from back of you in front of you. And I got to tell you, I'm having a hard time now thinking of what Snapjack looks like because I just feel so sorry for him. He's like the fucking elephant man. Snapjack, <laughs> how can you go out in public, Snapjack? Honest to God. He is the some mask, sort of abomination. The mass share is going to come up and try to <laughs> 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 say, Snapjack, don't worry. You can do anything anybody else can. <laughs> Snapjack, don't worry. If I could turn back time. Snapjack has freckles all of a sudden. His big red curly wig. It's a fucking clown wig. Oh, uh, Snapjack. He uh, was moonstruck. <laughs> Let's talk about other things that came out in 1980, uh, a year before this. Berserker, uh, Berserk, Rally X, Missile Command, Space Panic by Universal, Pac-Man, Battlezone, Star Castle. None of which have anything to do with Snapjack. It's like, it's a, wh- why it, did you happen, Snapjack? Snapjack... And I agree with you that it seems like a reskinning of another game. Like, they're like, Pac-Man's popular, so let's make this spaceship look like some sort of monster that's gobbling things up. Mm -hmm. But that has so very little to do with the overall mechanic. This is very much a dodge mechanic. Mm -hmm. It's constantly dodging obstacles and enemies to make your way through the, the game. And what's interesting about this game, particularly because of the year... 1981 this is one of those games where you can keep plunking quarters in and continue from where you died that's right that's right now not a lot of arcade games at that time did this um it, what was the it first did set one? your score back to zero was vanguard the first one it was around this time and i really can't recall but but and so in 1980 you had rally x that's dodging things and right. space panic you're also dodging things that was by Universal. Well, I guess you're dodging things in Pac-Man, right. but none of those are like this game. We really do have to take Scramble and Cosmic Avenger, but it's so... I don't know. I don't know. Can we talk about the Power Pellet? Let's talk about game? the Power Pellet. Okay, so the Power Pellet gives you the opportunity that we've discussed about previously with other Universal titles, where you can collect the letters to spell out extra. Mm-hmm. And you get an extra man, which is very cool. I like that about Universal Games. And it seems to be a thread that is through all of them. Mr. Do and Ladybug in this game as well. I dig that. What's also interesting is that your little math muncher, Bucktooth Car, turns into a fucking monster. (laughs) Much like the weird-looking purple Pac-Man of Baraduke, and you can gobble up your enemies while trying to collect the letters as they flash on the screen. Mm, incredibly difficult to get the letters. Incredibly difficult to get the letters and even the enemies. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting about when you collect the power up is the song that's played, <laughs> which sounds 
a little like this. Which, yes, is Popeye. I forget. It's the Popeye theme. I, for, I played this so long ago, I forgot that, that they played Popeye. And I was like, what the hell? Well, my wife heard me playing this game and started whistling along. And I go, just so you know, this is not a Popeye game. And she goes, what? That's really funny. Once again, gaming companies think that they could just use any music they want. It really was the Wild West back then. It was. Yeah. It's like, eh, nobody from music is going to listen to is going to play these games. We'll, we'll just put Godzilla and Spider-Man and Batman in our game. No, Nobody will get upset. <laughs> Arcades are still associated with mafia criminal underground <laughs> fucking uh, heroin users. You know? Right. Oh, I'm sorry. The heroin addicts were people that built Pong for Nolan Bushnell and Atari. Uh, True story. Yeah. When nobody wanted to produce Pong for him, and he just said, he said well, we'll take it on ourselves. And uh, he finally got a bank loan from every like, bank was turning him down. He had 150 orders for Pong uh, machines. No funds for him because he, I guess he spent them all in the jacuzzi. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that car phone he called us on. Yeah, he still has it. Um <laughs> He finally got Wells Fargo to give him a loan, and he went down to the unemployment office and hired all these people that didn't know shit about anything. And they were actually <laughs> some heroin addicts and stuff that they were they were stealing the televisions that would go nice. into the into the pong machines. Again, uh, the Wild West. It was. Yeah. It was There's really, yeah. Boy, shit, there isn't a lot more to talk about on this game. Uh, there's a weird bonus stage, too, where you jump. But you don't really jump. This is no button wee wee action. This is just joystick action. Yeah, you don't hit any buttons to do anything. But there are these moments in the game where you get to the point it says jump, and you're hitting buttons like, what oh, the fuck yeah. am I supposed to do? Yeah. But it just sort of propels you, and you have to land on these trampolines that are being held by dinosaurs <laughs> uh, that are right. in this pool of water. And then you bounce from one of these trampolines to another, I don't know how to describe the controls in this game. That was a really They're, fun part for me, though. It is fun. It's, again, very challenging. It reminded me of a lot more modern action platforming games that would come later. Even things like Mario and Sonic and, you know, mm -hmm. those famous action platformers. And then every platformer that you did something like that on. Right. But that was really cool because you you go up this ramp and it's, you know, it tells you jump and you go up this big ramp, a steep evil Knievel ramp and all the other dudes are leaving you alone. They stop chasing you at that point and then you just sort of have to try to fly your yeah. way like you could fly like down and up and forward and backwards. Well, actually, you fly, fly forward and backwards and that changes your trajectory as far as when you're going to hit that trampoline. And I don't know. Can you get hung up on those monsters? I never I always you can. If okay. you hit those monsters, you die. Yeah, I never missed any of the trampolines. I never went into the lava or whatever it is that's right. down there. But uh, I just had so much fun at those parts. And it was like such a neat little break. You feel free because you know you're this fucking freak, Snapjack. <laughs> and you're like, I'm finally free. I'm free. I'm not a freak anymore with everyone trying to kill me. 
Oh, man. Which I did mention. It, are, the, the things trying to kill you are pyramids with a single <laughs> eye, the Illuminati symbol is trying to kill you, the teapots with <laughs> tongues coming out of their mouth are trying to kill you. Yes. Anglerfish. The anglerfish is cool. It's a big anglerfish. It comes on the screen, and it will actually eat the jellyfish that are trying to attack <laughs> right, you. Right. And then there's also a sound notification when this giant fireball is going to come onto the screen. Oh, my gosh. I forgot this, so much about this game. It's very much spaghetti thrown against the wall <laughs> and seeing what sticks. Basically, it's reused sprites. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What I wanted to say about the making mechanics for Snapjack yeah. was every game that came out, <laughs> Snapjack. <laughs> they just, they just threw me. it all in. Let's, let's take every game, Snapjack. A lot of ideas. Poor of, execution, but a lot of ideas. But you had a, I, do, didn't you have fun playing this game? I did, actually. Yeah, me too. I died a lot. Oh, yeah. I did like the fact that I could continue mm -hmm. from where I left off. Mm -hmm. I did get frustrated as, at the bottom of the screen, there's these denotions of, I guess, distance. And they go all the way up to right. 100, and then they loop back. So the further you get, the more difficult it gets. And by the time you go past 100 and you're back at 1 and 2 and 3... It gets ridiculous as far as what they're throwing on the screen. This is very much a quarter grabber of a game and doesn't have the same strategies that you see in a Mr. Do or Ladybug. But that aside, the choices that were made in the game as far as the design of the characters, the mechanics of the game, which are extremely strange, and I've never played any game like this, kept me interested in the game. And I think a lot of people would enjoy playing this game because of that, because of the weird choices of what the enemy sprites look like and what you're doing. And you're going to die and it's going to be challenging, but you're going to want to continue to play. And I think that, again, like I've talked about in the past, if I had a handful of quarters, I think I would have fed more quarters into this machine because I want to see what happens next. Because yeah. there are so many events that happen in this game that, you know, I didn't expect the giant fish to come onto the screen. <laughs> yeah. And I certainly didn't expect the giant fish to eat the enemies or the enemies to die when they hit into the giant fish or the fireball or the jump screens. So Universal doesn't disappoint. This isn't their best title, but this is definitely a title worth looking at because it's it is fun. It's a very unique title that probably ripped off everything, but yet it's its own game. And I'm sorry, listeners, I honest to gosh forgot every time you said something about the game, I completely forgot about it. I was so hung up on how much I pitied Snapjack. I forgot <laughs> about the anglerfish. The anglerfish is your friend, yet he can kill you. And when you see the anglerfish and he's giant and you see him come on screen, you're like, thankful because all these other guys are chasing after you and that anglerfish will eat them so you just have to avoid the anglerfish and he will be your buddy right he's like and you, you can know, lure the enemies toward the exactly. anglerfish by dropping down and getting behind them exactly and those little line markers at the bottom telling you that you're at 10 20 30 40 50 etc that's what makes you want to put more money into the to yeah. the system brilliant brilliant on the part of universal i got this distance hey maybe i can make it to 50 
Maybe right. I can make it to 70. What happens after 100? Right. Right. Brilliant. And it's also a neat thing. What was doing that before then? Like uh, racing games, maybe? Maybe. But, but not really, you know? There were no signs on racing games saying, oh, you're at 100 meters. I don't know yeah. what, what year did um, track and field come out. Track and field came out in 1983. 83? And I was yeah. by Konami. And, but the 83, we didn't even have, like, things about distances right. uh, before then. Like, like, even the Fonz racing game. You talk about the Fonz racing game, <laughs> which I talk about all the time. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. so much Fonzie. It's, I turn gay for the Fonz because there's so much Fonzie in this game. Uh, Only there's um, none. <laughs> the, side, <laughs> the side art is Fonzie. And then the rest, hey. <laughs> the rest is a white sort of looking motorcycle top down view on a gray screen on this piece of plastic you sit on and look like a goof. Those you just got scores on. And the same way with race driving and other uh, other type of driving games. You only got right. scores. You know, scores yeah. were going by. You didn't have this 10-yard fight. When did 10-yard fight? <laughs> I, I don't know when any games are going to When did 10-yard fight come out? 10-yard fight came out in 1983 as well. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. uh, who, who made 10-yard fight? Because I fucking love that game. Uh, Taito. Oh, Taito made that game. Yeah. It's so odd that they made a, a made an American football game. Then again, that X's and O's came out. You know, the Atari football with the rollerball that you fucking right. would break your fingers on because you were such a maniac trying to get the, your X's or O's to run around. Uh, your SpaghettiOs. So, Uh-oh. SpaghettiOs. Uh-oh, uh-oh, she fell off on the boggle. <laughs> uh-oh, there's hot dog slices by SpaghettiOs. <laughs> this might have been one of the first games where you had these markers uh, let me try to think of another game where there's <laughs> numbers yes. in so that sure. i could ask you what year they came out in yeah i'm really good at this evidently sorry i think i sucked this episode because no. yeah i think i did because uh like i said i'm just feel so sorry for snapjack the freak <laughs> the freak of nature snapjack but I think this is a game worth playing. It okay. is Scramble. It is Cosmic Avenger. It is Vanguard, if you want to. You, you know what? I like that. this game a lot more than Scramble, though. I do not like Scramble as a game. It's rough. It, it's rough. All these they, games it, are rough. Scramble, for its time, it was a pioneer for its time. Mm-hmm. But going back, it doesn't hold up. Whereas Snapjack, I think, has enough weirdness to make it palatable. Exactly. For- I don't think anyone wants to go back and play Vanguard or Cosmic Avenger or Scramble. Uh, and I just want to mention Scramble, I think, goes too fast. It's very difficult for me to even play that game. But no one really wants to go back to those because so many more good shooters, especially from Konami and SNK and uh, not Universal. But so many, much, <laughs> so many more good shooters came out that might have even been older shooters like, like Galaxian and, yeah. and well, Galaga and, and things like that uh, even back in the day then and um, fuck what was the one game there was a game that came out in the same year as this that brought in the mechanic oh actually that was the game that also had continue from where you left off and it was a game like Time Pilot where you could shoot in four different directions as you moved around 
unfortunately, I cannot think of the name of that game or the manufacturer mm. of it. But I think that also had continues where you left off, and it was a lot like Time Pilot. Plus, there were some things from Cinematronics that came out that year. Uh, Cinematronics, another another unsung hero, a big into vector games, just as Universal was into raster graphic games. Right. And both of those were powerhouses as far as what filled the arcades at that time. I would say that Snapjack as a character has as much expression as Tig Dug or Mario from Donkey Kong or Pac-Man. It's a very expressive sprite, and mm-hmm. I think he's very appealing looking. He's he's <laughs> he's an abomination, <laughs> but he's he is very appealing. He's he's got these uh, cartoon eyes, and he's got the buck teeth, mm-hmm. and he's wheeling around. He's bouncing up and down. He's fun to look at. He's fun to play as. I think that yes, he holds up today more so than the games that he's ripping off. We didn't even touch on London Bridges falling down. Oh my it's another gosh. element of the game where all of a sudden it's it's playing London Bridges falling down and there are bridges that are opening and closing and yes, you fall down the bridge. I'm telling you, I forgot all I forgot everything that happens well, in this game. Seek this game out. I think that you'll like this game regardless of what type of gamer you are, what type of arcade games you like. This game is going to at least make you smile. And for me, it made me laugh at a couple different... Yeah. It's like I never played this game, and it's like you're reminding me of... of I I played it in my childhood instead of playing it yesterday or for the last week. Mm. It's like I just forgot everything. I want to do this show over. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff happening. Yes, but the London Bridge part, that's something that doesn't happen in the other games that we no. mentioned. That doesn't happen in Scramble, Cosmic Avenger, or Vanguard. And it doesn't happen in Pac-Man. You know what I mean? Type of London Bridge falling down in Pac-Man. Yeah. Why is that happening? Why are things opening and closing? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I don't know what went into this game. <laughs> a lot of coke. <laughs> And I don't know why you chose this as a Pac-Month title, either. Well, you Does he know look what? like Pac-Month? He, he kind of looks like Pac-Man. There are the, the munching of the dots, and I think that he as a character was directly influenced from Pac-Man. Yeah. As far as the orientation of the game and what you're doing, no, it's not a maze chase game. But it is a chase game. Yeah. You are being chased, and yeah. it's very much a dodge game, which... Mm-hmm. You know, Pac-Man, again, we is not a dodge game, but this very much is. And it's sort of like flipping the script on what Pac-Man can be. Instead of an overhead, single-screen experience, this is a horizontal shooter without the shooting happening Pac-Man experience. That's the connection I made with Snapjack and Pac-Man. Right on. 1981 was really a year where we started to get scrolling screens. Yeah. Because uh, Berserk, of course, had the scroll, but it had the poor man scrolling, as we would call it. You get to one end, and then the screen goes dirk, 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 over to the next screen. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. Rally X had scrolling. It did. Yeah. Okay. So that was coming in at that time. The other games I mentioned, Sarcastle. Yeah. But Rally X was still, as it scrolled, it scrolled smooth, but it was single screen experiences that would scroll left to right. It was just a very large screen. Is that what you mean? Because you had the map. Yeah, you're so right. It was a very large screen that you could scroll all around on. 
Uh, of course, um, I like. And it had, it had a little map too, which was very uh, ahead of its time. But we're we're getting off track here. Indeed. Okay, Snapjack. It's time for one sentence review of Snapjack. I'll go first. Okay. Snapjack has enough Pac-Man in it to keep it interesting. Hmm. I think we should stop doing one-sentence reviews. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to do one that's not... I mean, our one-sentence reviews used to be pretty serious and not, not going for any type of uh, humorous things. Mm-hmm. And they actually would be reviews. I think mine will be that type of thing. Okay. If you're tired of getting scrambled, why not get your jack snapped? Oh, come on. (laughs) I think it's uh, a little bit of both. It was. You double dipped there. I double dipped. That's what you will do when you get your jack snapped. I was going to say some other shit. I don't remember. You know what my problem is? I write these things on the fly. Okay, everybody. Hey, that's Snapjack. I hope wow. that you enjoy Pack Month and I let, did let it Pack Month uh, pack on. As, There's uh, more happening. There is. So stay tuned for more Pack Month. There'll be more happening. Waka 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 waka. Uh huh. Also, uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Check out the website. WeTalkGames.com/slash in the can in case you want to check and see if we've already talked about one of your favorite arcade games. We probably have. We've done a lot of universal titles. Absolutely. And now we've even done three popular titles that you've probably heard of. Right. Frogger. Frogger. Uh, Robotron. Robotron. Yeah, yes. we did that Robotron 2099. WWF Superstars. And Wall Street. And Wall Street, one of the most well-known <laughs> titles in my mind. <laughs> because I will always love Wall Street. I want a shirt that says Wall Street on the front in those mixed style lettering. And on the back, I wanted to say, this is the best game. <laughs> Till day, Sean Baby. That's a quote by Sean Baby, and it can apply to any game. That's why He I did say he prefers the hyphen. I don't care. He's getting I'm a tilde. Just... Well, my nose is running. Okay. Uh, how do you stop your nose from running? Turn off your refrigerator. Drink responsibly. I hope that you like us. Bye-bye.
Chase uh, for free. Just go next week. We'll tell you about it. I'm not going to tell you now. I was going to tell you where to go, but it's a dot com, and uh, I don't want anybody to take it. So, uh, all of our listeners, if you made it this far, <laughs> then you, you, you get a little reward. See, the characters give you rewards. That's a pro player tip. And it's called Stinky's Chopper Chase. So stay tuned for that. You will actually be able to bite a lead pipe. I'm a... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 